Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and I'm the creator of the show Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake because none of us have time to exercise and work out. And me, I'm probably shaking a little bit more than I wish I were. This is going to be a community-hosted podcast, not by me, but by a collection of women all over the country who are going to share their stories, struggles, and solutions, some with their own guests on their episodes, some without. Each one will be a wonderful sampler of a story that you can relate to or that might help you. And I hope that you all enjoy it. Moms don't have time to move and shake. Get moving. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake. I'm Carmela Romalia, your host for this episode. I'm an author, and I met Zibby through a mutual friend. My first book, Happy Calories Don't Count, Neither Does Unhappy Exercise, is now in its second edition, yay, and the follow-up book is Food is Not a Four-Letter Word. Now, since this podcast is called Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake, I figured the best thing I could do would be to give you a way to expand time, right? Now, don't worry. I'm not going to shame you into taking more time for yourself and your workouts. You know, that whole thing where they say, if it really mattered to you, if it were really that important, well, then you just make time for it, you know? all of that stuff. And I'm not going to cheerlead and motivate you to claim your you time because you're worth it. I mean, we already know you're worth it, right? This is not going to be like that at all. I promise. Instead, I want to share with you some practical and simple strategies to change how you experience time and optimize the time you do have. Sound good? All right, so what's taking up the time? Kids, obviously. This is the Moms Don't Have Time To series, right? It's carpools and cooking and cleaning and homework and playdates and all the things. Yes? And maybe there's a career, hobbies, friends, relationships. But I'm guessing there's something else that's probably taken up your time. How much of your day is spent dealing with anxious and uncomfortable thoughts and feelings around food, exercise, your body, and your weight. How many ugh moments do you have to work through each day? You know, those little psychological and emotional hits you take when you unexpectedly catch your reflection in the mirror or the jeans just don't zip that day. You know, how much of that are you dealing with? How much time and energy does it take to overcome, if you've been doing your personal development work, or to just suppress that constant, mild stress and anxiety around food, exercise, your body, and your weight, that drama that just seems to go along with being a woman? What if I could make all of that go away? What if I could actually take the stress, anxiety, pain, shame, drama, and struggle off your plate, pun intended. How much more time would you have for your kids, your family, your career, even yourself? How much time would you have to move and shake? (laughs) How much more love and joy could you experience with that time? Hmm. Sound interesting? 
Should I keep going? (laughs) Okay, so the first thing you need to know is that everything I teach is original content based on healing my own pain, shame, and drama around my body and my weight. I mean, I get this. I get it. I get it. This literally drove me to the edge of suicide. When I was 17, I was hospitalized for anorexia at 80 pounds. And I was in treatment multiple times, yet somehow at 30, I was 200 pounds. I had spent my entire life dieting and exercising so that I wouldn't get fat, but I got fat anyway. And then when I was fat, the diets and exercise programs weren't helping me lose any of the weight. And by the way, neither was the therapy or the personal development or the spiritual growth or any of that other stuff. And toward the end, it wasn't even really about the weight anymore. I mean, I just kind of resigned myself to being fat. It was the constant, constant assault on my soul, on my psyche, on my emotional state that constant judgment and anxiety, the shame and the drama in my head, in, in, in my being, I just could not take it anymore. It had to stop forever. And fortunately, or unfortunately, kind of depending on your point of view, I've already had someone in my family commit suicide. And I saw what that did to my mom. And I just could not put her through that again. (laughs) So I was kind of stuck. I couldn't keep living the way that I was living. That was not going to be okay. But not living was not okay either. You know, I was in a desperate situation. Like not living was not an option and living this way was not an option. I had to find a different way to live. I had to figure something else out. I could not do that to my mother. And I got to tell you, 20 years later, this different way of living it's pretty amazing. You know, I eat whatever I want, whenever I want. No muss, no fuss, no drama. <laughs> I move my way, my body in ways that feel good to me. You know, I don't beat my body up at the gym every day. I don't even work out every day. I do what my body wants me to do and it feels good. And people seem to think that I look pretty darn good, especially given my age. <laughs> but the most important thing the most, most important thing is that I have my life back. I have that emotional, spiritual, psychological bandwidth to actually engage with life. I have the time to experience and do all of those things that are the most important to me. And so that's what I want to give you. All right. So I want you to do something with me. Okay. We're going to take three deep breaths together. Here we go. Take a deep breath in and exhale. And again, deep breath in and exhale. Last one, all the way down to your toes. Deep breath in 
and exhale. How do you feel? More grounded, connected to your body? This simple technique takes less than a minute and it can literally change your life. Whenever you are feeling stressed out and anxious about food, exercise, your body, your weight, or about anything for that matter, take a beat and take a breath. Connect with your body. Connect with your center. Connect with your source. And time just seems to magically expand. And then whatever is going on with you, you will step into the next moment in time and space from a place of empowerment rather than reaction. This is so simple and so quick. And I think because it is so simple and so quick, this is why so many people just don't even think to do it. They just forget about it. But it is so, so, so powerful. And the bonus (laughs) is that when you are acting from your best self, you spend less time apologizing and cleaning up those messes that you make with your family and your friends when you are acting less than your best self. So there's a time saver right there too, right? Okay, I would like to do this again, please. We're going to take three deep breaths. Here we go. Deep breath in. And exhale. Second breath, deep breath in. And exhale. Last one. We're going for those toes again. Deep breath all the way down to your toes. Inhale. And exhale. Now, I wanted to do that again because we are about to get into something really, really important, and I want you to pay close attention. I'm going to make a very bold statement right now. You ready? The diet and exercise model is the root of all pain, shame, drama, and dysfunction around food, exercise, your body, and your weight. Hard stop. Let me say that again. The diet and exercise model is the root of all pain, shame, drama, and dysfunction around food, exercise, your body, and your weight. Hard stop. Now, I think you know what I mean when I say the diet and exercise model, right? (laughs) I would hope so. But just in case, it is that conventional cultural idea that we all have that if you eat more, you gain weight. If you eat less, you lose weight. And if you exercise more, you lose weight. But oh goodness, if you exercise less, you will gain weight. It is this very simple idea that is robbing you of your time, your sanity, your peace, and your life. Now, I could spend hours talking about this, and I usually do, but Zibby said I need to keep it to 30 minutes or less. So today, I am just going to address two assumptions that follow from this conventional diet and exercise idea. 
okay? We're going to talk about two assumptions that are making you crazy. Assumption number one, this transaction-based model sets up the idea that you have to pay a price to eat. The price? We all know it. It's exercise or weight gain. Calories become this currency of exchange. We all have this idea that we only get so much food to eat in a day, and if we want to eat more than our daily allotment, whatever that is, then we have to pay the price of exercise. And if we don't pay the price of exercise, well, then we will pay the price of weight gain. It is this specific underlying idea that creates all of the craziness and head games because we are constantly trying to override our body's natural instincts because we think eating comes at a cost. All of this precious time and energy is spent trying to figure out how to be okay with this, how to reconcile the irreconcilable. It is this first assumption that you have to pay a price to eat is what creates all of the craziness, the drama, and the dysfunction that goes on in your head. It's the second assumption that creates all of your pain and your shame. The second assumption is that it's your fault. Based on the diet and exercise model, if you are overweight or you're just, you know, not the size you want to be, you are at best unmotivated or undisciplined, or at worst, you're lazy or you're stupid because all you need to do is diet and exercise, right? All you need to do is have that willpower, that discipline, that motivation, find that right diet, find that right exercise program. But the fact that you are responsible for what you eat and what you do for exercise does not mean that you can control your body and your weight through diet and exercise. Let me repeat that one again. <laughs> the fact that you are responsible for what you eat and what you do for exercise, and you are indeed responsible, my friends. This is sort of how the weight loss industry kind of sucks you back into the drama. You are responsible. But the fact that you are responsible for what you eat and what you do for exercise does not mean that you can therefore control your body and your weight through diet and exercise. That is a fallacy. That is the fallacy that lies at the heart of your pain and your shame around your body and your weight. Hard stop, mic drop. Now, for some of you, this is the most amazing thing you've ever heard. Like the skies have parted, the sun is shining, the birds are singing, you know, the, the weight has just fallen off your shoulders, literally and metaphorically, because it's not your fault, right? Now, for others of you, and I totally get you too, you might be freaking out right now because, oh my goodness, if I can't control my body and my weight through diet and exercise, what do I do? How do I create the body that I love? Because I really don't like the body that I have right now. And if I can't do it through diet and exercise, I'm going to be stuck. What do I do? 
Don't worry. I've been there. Okay, I gotcha. You absolutely can be free, completely free of food and exercise drama and create a body that you love. But this episode is about expanding time. (laughs) And you do that by finding the peace and freedom that comes from understanding that the conventional diet and exercise model is the root of all dysfunction and drama. Now, this is where I got to give you a little warning, okay? This is not a simple mindset shift. Mindset shifts are a dime a dozen. This is much, much, much deeper than that, okay? You can decide that food is not love. Food is fuel. You can decide that it's not about losing weight. It's about being healthy. You just got to get healthy, do healthy things for your body. You know, all of that stuff. You can change your mindset until the cows come home. But if you are changing your mindset from within that underlying core diet and exercise model, that is just like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. It's a futile endeavor. You're spending all of this time and energy, you know, running around, but you're never solving the real problem. I'm talking about getting on a different ship altogether. I'm talking about changing the underlying base paradigm. And this, by the way, is also why all of the therapy, the personal growth, the spiritual development hasn't really helped you with this particular issue. You've been doing all of that work from within the context of the diet and exercise model. You've been trying to figure out how to convince yourself to be okay with the ideas that one, you have to pay a price to eat, and two, that it's your fault. But once you stop operating from within the context of the diet and exercise model, all of that other work you've done for yourself and your well-being, it will be so much more impactful. So for today... I just want you to remember that it's not your fault. There is no price to pay to eat. And that in any moment, you can take a beat and take a breath to connect with the wisdom of your body. Those three simple things will give you a space and a grace that you did not even know that you could have. All right? So I know this was a lot. (laughs) I introduced some pretty deep concepts, and it might take some time to digest, pun intended. You might even want to listen to this episode a few more times. And the great thing is that rejecting that conventional diet and exercise model and embracing a relationship-based body-centered approach changes the conversation on every single topic. I mean, I can come back and we can discuss body image, self-esteem, self-acceptance, emotional eating, eating disorders, diet culture, intuitive eating, media and marketing literacy, family legacies, raising well-adjusted kids. All of that stuff can be discussed through a different lens. Everything changes. It is healed and transformed when we switch from the conventional transaction-based model of diet and exercise to the relationship-based body-centered approach that I advocate. So if you have any questions or you need support or you want more podcast episodes with this specific viewpoint, you know, just let us know. 
reach out to me. You can find me anytime at happycaloriesdon'tcount.com. See, that way you don't have to spell my name. It's super easy. Okay, here it is again, happycaloriesdon'tcount.com. And if you'd like me to discuss any of these other topics on a podcast, let Zibby know. You can connect with her at zibbyowens.com. So in closing, just remember, take a beat, take a breath, and connect with your body. Have a great day and be well. Bye. Thanks for listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake. Get moving.